Hello, and welcome to Nerds and Ninjas. My name is Lindsay, and I am the DM for this podcast. We are a group of six players. Rebecca, Wyatt, Brendan, Jacob, Joseph, and Christian. And we are currently about halfway through our current campaign, loosely based on ancient Egyptian mythology. As such, I want to give a short intro into the premise of our campaign, and each episode will always start with a recap of what happened in the last session. This campaign started with our adventurers finding themselves in Cairo for various reasons. They all happened to get rooms in the same inn one evening. Upon waking up, they found themselves in a trapped in a pyramid tomb with no idea how to escape. They were visited by the god Anubis, who charged this unlikely band of heroes with a task. Travel throughout the realms of the gods and collect the pieces of Osiris that have been hidden by Set and bring them to Isis in order to be set free. From there, our adventurers have traveled through such lands as Hathor's kingdom of floating islands, Bastet's forest in the Feywilds, and the Court of Justice in the realm of Mechanis, forging friendships and finding enemies along the way. Okay, so you all landed back on this island, um, and, you know, there are a couple of you that have been here before that are kind of pissed off that you're here, and then there are a couple of you that have never been here before that are like, Ooh, look, a beach! Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I'm asleep. You're asleep. Okay. I'm. I'm. I took that full long rest. All right. She so was you're, tired. You're out. <laughs> is anybody else asleep, or are the rest of you awake? Um, definitely awake. Marble yeah. bone hates sand with a passion. <laughs> We'll just say he has trouble sleeping. All right, great. So, um, where are we? I don't even know. Very confusing because everyone else knows where we're at, but I don't. So, those of you who are awake, can you roll me a perception check? (laughs) (laughs) You're off to a good start. Marble Bone is just like. There is sand, and that's all I can see. Is sand. Um, Gross. So yeah. So, um, Esfetnos, you just happen to be Mm. staring off into the right direction. (coughs) Oh, this island is completely surrounded by mist. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but yeah. So, it's like the edge of the beach. You can see the edge of the water, and then it's like a thick wall of mist beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. so as Fetnos, you just happen to be standing at the right s- section of the island, looking out at the correct spot in the mist to see a boat approaching with a hooded figure on top. Uh, um, okay. And uh, he runs back to a- everyone else and says, uh, oh, never mind. He's here now. Hey guys, we have somebody here now. <laughs> what is this? So this this boat kind of docks at or you know 
comes up onto the shore and this figure steps off and they are a very tall or I can't remember I think he's a cow-headed god but yeah so it's this tall figure with like this bull's head and these giant horns wearing this very long robe <clears throat> and he steps onto the shore and is standing there looking at your party um does he look menacing a little i mean he looks a little mysterious okay but not like full out he's about to attack kind of thing no can i go up and talk yeah to this person Mm-hmm. uh okay uh hello is you... there any way that you can get us off this island you are new you have not been here before no, I have not. Where is the rest of your compatriots? I feel like I'm just laying a booby trap right now. I don't know what this is. He doesn't move from the shore. He doesn't follow you. He stands there. Who's awake right now? Dua. Dua is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to run and grab Dua. And tell him about this crazy person. <laughs> and uh, see if he wants to come check out what this is. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know this. I'm going to rope fine. you into this. <laughs> I'm going to rope you into this. <laughs> uh, of course you would. Yeah, I know this fine fellow. He takes us from place to place. From this awful island. To all these other dimensions that we've been, um, just 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 to know, we left um, Moth's hippogriff. Wow. He's yeah, gone. you guys didn't bring the hippogriff with you. Oh. <laughs> Ted is now gone. All right, fine, fine, sir. What is the price to pay for passage on this boat? Um, and this figure, whom Dua would know as Nemti, because he had been introduced to him in the past, says, Today there is no price, for you have been summoned. Please gather the rest of your compatriots. Man, I thought we were about to fight this guy. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Last time he just wanted a part of someone's soul or something. Hello, there, deceased one. Come with us. <laughs> deceased one? <laughs> This Easter one. <laughs> what is all of this racket? Ah, uh, Nemti is back. Good day, sir. Lisa? Yeah. Good <laughs> I knew your name. Of course you did. <laughs> what do you want, O Ferryman? You have been summoned today. Have we been summoned for something that will not waste our time, like being stuck in a dimension of nothing but robots? Yes. Your summons come from the court of Thoth and Bastet. They are uh, in the middle of a dispute and wish you to help solve their differences. Act as intermediaries between the courts. You as always, have a choice to disregard the summons but suffer the wrath of angered gods, 
or to enter my boat and agree to the summons. Considering that you serve my deity, I assume it is in my best interest to ready myself and get in the boat. <sighs> is, is this the same court that I was just tried at? Uh, you can roll me a history check if you want to figure it out. You know what? Yes. Why not? Rolling is fun. I have zero history. I, I hey! To- 15. Okay, so you can gather from the little that you know that um, where you were just at, you remember the robot saying it was a court of sigil, which is a court of justice. And as this boatman just said, he said Thoth and Bastet. Um, and you, although you're not sure um, what exactly their court is, you can surmise that they're probably not the same court okay um because from the reactions of you know could see undua they don't seem to be like oh more robots again okay i'm more overall just skeptical about the whole thing at the moment from what i hear uh, i'm just talking what my character's feeling more or less um i don't think he trusts this individual just dropped down a random ass green hole onto an island surrounded by mist, took a nap in a bunch of sand, and now some dude is telling him to get on a boat and go on an adventure? That's D&D summed up in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. We are going on a trip in our least favorite ship. (laughs) (laughs) Please make a child storybook rhyme. (laughs) Okay, I think Svetnos is uh, wanting to be anywhere but this island as well, so he will gladly glow. Go. Glow? Go gladly glow. Gladly go. Do you have hair that glows uh, If I can get some thaumaturgy, I can get you glowing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his hair glows when he sings it, when he brushes it and sings. Svetnos is a great singer. And it was part of his training. Good, good. All right, so so who's who's all getting on the boat? I just went off this island to the boat. I'm getting on the boat. In the you boat. all hop on the boat. That's one big on. boat. Um, so you guys land. Um, I don't have like a map for this, but you guys land in um this kind of shadowy forest. Um, there's there's some snow on the ground, um, and it's it's a pretty dense forest. So you can't see too far ahead, um, but Sunemti drops you off here, and then his boat disappears back into the mist. So as you are walking through this forest, um, can everyone give me a perception check? Please, three this time. <laughs> He seems pretty quiet. There aren't any animal sounds that you would expect in a normal forest. Um, and so you all hear the sound of uh, what seems like travelers fast approaching. To, you find yourself surrounded by two tabaxis and three eladril, which are elven knights. And the one tabaxi in front of you points a large spear at you and shouts out, Halt! Who dares 
enter the woods of Bastet. We are here under orders to come and seek Bastet and Thoth, who appear to be having some sort of dispute. I am Kutsia, servant of the god Anubis, lord of the dead. Um, the two a lateral on either side of you come in closer and raise up their spears. How do we know that Thoth hasn't sent you to take out Bastet? How do we know you were not enemies? I am not invested in this dispute as of yet. We are here to pass judgment between the two, the Lord and Lady. We were just dropped off by Nemti. Roll me persuasion. I will. Don't worry. <laughs> I didn't want to butt in purely because my persuasion is so bad. Oh, and that's really bad for me. So <laughs> with my plus five, I rolled a three. <laughs> you don't seem to have convinced these um, guards that you are here on a more peaceful mission, and they all now have their spears and or swords pointed in their circle at you all. And Perfect. The well, in that case... In the front says, <laughs> drop your weapons. Alright, we going murder hobo here? I, well, I, we're I not going murder hobo yet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, all of you. I have tried to be peaceful for this, but you should be very aware that each of you, I could make your skin peel off of your bones without even thinking about it. I will not say this again. Step away and take us to Lady Bastet. Oh, and I'd like to roll be... into intimidation. Okay, <laughs> roll intimidation. <laughs> I feel like if we murder these guys, like go murder Hobo and these guys, it's not going to look very good uh, when we actually get there. Yeah. But I also don't want to put down my weapon. It's a moral dilemma. May we put our weapons away and follow you with your dispatch at the front and backs of our party? I will not be putting my weapons on the ground. I do not trust you. And we do not trust you. Consider this your final warning. You either make way or die. It's your choice. This is our home. We will not be making way. If you will not come with us, then we will force you. That is cute. Uh, do I have to like roll something to find their like AC? Um, you don't find out until you you know attack. Okay. Well, you can tell what type of armor they appear to be wearing. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that should give a a decent idea, mm. unless they're unarmored, in which they might be monks, in which they wouldn't matter. But still. Okay. Actually. Here's what I'm going to do. Remember how early, like two sessions ago, uh, I ended up with a bottle of Svetnos's blood? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I remember this. Here's what I'm going to suggest. I don't know too much about um, uh, Egyptian, you know, history and whatnot, but. I do know that um, Bastet, as uh, 
like an addiction to blood and very specific types of blood, not just like from humans, but from pharaohs and uh, hunters and the, and the like. Right. Hmm. So I'm going to pull out this bottle of a blood and I'm going to say, I hold the key to Bastet's victory. Roll me persuasion with advantage. May the dice be in your favor, Brendan. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hey, statistically yeah. we're we're due for a bigger number? Actually, no. We we rolled pretty heavy. Hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, that's an out twenty. So the the kind of look over at the Tabaxi who seems to be spearheading this, and he's he seems pretty frustrated, but he says, "Fine, you may hold your weapons, but know this: any false move, and you will." All find yourselves dead before you can blink. Now follow us. And they kind of close ranks and seem to, and and start to head off through the woods. I am surprised that worked. Kutsia is giving you the biggest glare right now, just so you're aware, Marblebone. <laughs> She's like really pissed to have not been diplomatic. <laughs> it's not my fault. We failed. so he leads you through this forest to this floating stone palace Ooh, that's extra he says follow me this way to meet with Bastet if you follow him you see there are all sorts of creatures that are here and it seems that they're all partying um, so you walk over to this beautiful, um, there, here, there is a stone dais where it seems that Bastet, which you would assume is Bastet, is lounging, and, um, they are surrounded by all sorts of creatures, mostly tabaxi and some elven knights that are, you know, fawning over her, and there are, um, there is this waterfall where, you see a lot of other creatures are kind of like swimming around in the water. Um, there's where you see these like long lines here. These are actually, that's mm-hmm. actually like colored mist that is like f- kind of looks like it's flowing, like the lights are flowing in the mist and they look like curtains and you can kind of see through the mist that there are other places, but it's not, you know, super clear what you're looking at. Um, but it looks like everyone here is, you know, having a really good time and partying and um, no one's kind of paying any attention to you as you walk up towards the stone dais where Bestet is. So yeah, you guys approach her. As Fetnos wants to, to see what's going on, so he moves up. Yeah, so she is um, the cat-headed goddess. Um, and so she's, you know, lounging on this dais here. And she sees you all approach, and she waves you over. She says, hello, it seems my guards have received you in the forest and brought you here. I am sorry if their brusque nature scared you. It was a misunderstanding. I am surprised at the inhospitable welcoming of a goddess of such a stately virtue as yourself. Oh, you flatter me so much. I am just... We are fighting with Thoth, and 
those in the outskirts of my kingdom are overly concerned that his minions might be entering my territory. But come, join the party, revel a bit. There is much to see here at my kingdom. As you can see, we are feasting right now, so take your time and wander and explore, and later in the evening we will discuss what I've asked you here for. So we're basically just on a short hiatus, and we can take a walk around the map now? Yep. Okay. What I'd like to be able to do is, could I feel out for negative energy? Uh, yeah. So, I, I know that sounds weird, but I'm trying to... No, um, you could probably do... Because I am shadow-touched, and it is also my backstory. Obviously, it's also my school of wizardry. Uh -huh. So I would say uh, you could do, like, an arcana check. Um, All right. Yeah, to see if you, uh, you know, what kinds of magic you are feeling from this area okay yeah so i mean it's definitely a very magical place um but everything's there there really isn't any dark magic um you do notice that um in this air you know coming from the stream um the magic seems extremely strong and you can kind of pinpoint its source to be the top of the waterfall um and there is, um, over where it says the two over here, mm -hmm. um, that is also seems to be a very strong source of magic as well. Um, but none of it feels negative or inherently dangerous. Okay. Can I feel out any, like, particular schools that it might be affiliated with? Or is it just like an aura of overall? Alright, so from the river, you definitely, it seems that the school is more along the lines of divination. And from um, the archway, where the number two is, that seems to be more... Um, I'm just trying to think of something to do here. Uh, I do kind of want to check out where this water source is coming from, because if I can clearly tell that there's some sort of divine nature just to this water flow alone then i kind of want to trace it to its source just out of curiosity more than anything okay um i will say just so you guys don't feel like you're wandering aimlessly i do have things that you can like when you explore you will find stuff so <laughs> okay so i'm going i'm going oh. to say to the party I feel a ma I feel a magical power coming from this river, and I'd like to tr trace it back to the source. If anyone wants to take the journey with me, it seems like a short enough trip. Fetnos uh, is intrigued by whatever this magical thing is, so he's going to join, in hopes to maybe find something to uh, maybe, you know bring with him on his journey if he so finds it anyone else <clears throat> i'm um i've got other things that i i'd like to explore okay all right um am i able to get up there um yeah so you see that there are like floating stone steps that lead all the way up to the top and there are 
other like creatures that are swimming in the waterfall and like jumping down it and sitting at the top and kind of like bathing in it. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. it's not like completely alone or abandoned. Okay. Well, once I get up there, do we see anything? Um, so you do see this very tall green rock that is glowing in the center of the waterfall. Does it look like it's do uh constantly casting create water or something? Um it that doesn't seem to be the source of the water. No. Oh, okay. So, Marble Bone, when you touch this crystal, you everything around you kind of disappears and you find yourself back in in the cave with the necromancers that abducted you and mm-hmm. you you kind of see everything as if you were floating above them um you see you see yourself below you and you see all the other necromancers and um y- you kind of hear the noise of them talking and and doing you know their things and stuff and um your vision kind of narrows in on this one group of necromancers that when you were with them you never really were allowed close to these people they were kind of the higher-ups and they were the ones that initiated everything and they are looking through some documents and you see mention in those documents of thoth and the book of knowledge and it kind of almost as if it's a thought put in your head you can tell that they the things that they were doing is they were seeking this book of knowledge from thoth and part of the reason that they were punished was they were reaching too far and weren't giving enough back like they were they were creating an imbalance um, between the gaining of knowledge and the return and that was why that they were um everything kind of fell apart is they they were kind of reaching beyond their ken for something that they shouldn't have been searching for and as you kind of get that thought in your head you are back at the waterfall touching the stone mind if i get in character for a second and by all means I guess this is a crystal of divination that can see into the past. I'd be careful touching this if I were you. Mm. Nothing good can come from that. I was going to say, Svetnos was just about to pull out a chisel <laughs> and uh, try to break apart some of the, the crystal <laughs> and um, kind of decides that, yeah, he doesn't know enough about this to... Uh, be able to probably one sell it on on any type of market and two uh if it's going to murder him in the future in some way shape or form so he'd rather he 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 pulls away and just says yeah no uh i'm gonna i'm gonna let you take the lead on this one <laughs> i don't think i want to take this with me uh marble bone go ahead goes ahead and uh opens up his little notebook that he's been keeping with him detailing all the information he's gathered and drops it down next to his notes on the glyphs that he's been studying i would like to go up to bestet and give her a low bow and 
say your your ladyship is there a place here in which we might be able to procure some items that would help us on the rest of our journey what kind of items are you looking for uh perhaps something that uh our healing reserves are certainly low um so potions but also if there is anything of a magical nature in the way of weapons well for starters this river here you can certainly swim in it and it will restore your health as a dm aside to my players it gain you gain temporary five hit points for the duration of your stay in we this domain um <laughs> So you are certainly welcome to swim in this river. It should give you all the vitality you might need, and maybe you will feel even better than usual. Um, but as far as weaponry, I I would rather not think of such bloody things currently. I'm, well, having a good time, as you might say, and I don't want to feel sad. Of course not. I would never wish your ladyship to feel sad. Um, is Do you have perhaps uh, a place, um, a library, somewhere to amass? Um, now that she's saying it, Ketsia realizes that saying the word knowledge in front of the goddess of that is currently fighting with the, the god of knowledge is probably... Not the best thing, so she says, um, just to relax a little bit. Um, I'm not one that would like to lounge about, but I do prefer to uh, um, to lounge with a good book. Do you have a library here? And she laughs and she says, I, I see where you're going, and I... That is not my purview, that is Thoth's purview. I... I'm not against the learning, I just do it in a different way, and no, no, I don't have a library, but if you are so eager to learn, I think I can cut my festivities short and prepare you for the journey to Thoth. But oh, I that is, did that not is wish to, to interrupt you. Um, surely I will be able to just do some sunbathing. Warm me up. It would be good. Uh, thank you. No, I'm going to leave well enough alone for with her and instead go this way. Okay. Um, so that bridge kind of leads to the rest of what you see are some more floating islands and it looks kind of like maybe where these creatures live like housing and stuff uh Sadness jumps down from the uh the valley or the uh crystal i'd like to actually move over to uh did you say kutsio wait where are you going i'm i'm going this way that's towards that's that's towards the south now I've realized that that's um, like dom a domestic area, mm. and so I'm I'm going this way instead. Okay. I was gonna come over here and <clears throat> see whatever this was. Okay. Yeah, that's what I wanted to check out. 
I want to check that out as well. Alright, so you and Dua head over to there, and um, it definitely seems like a magic portal of some sort. Is that it? Can I do an inspection? Um... Uh, yeah, you can inspect it. Yeah, so you are looking at this, and um, in the middle of this like archway, you definitely there's like a swirling mist that's filled with lights, and you kind of see um, you know image in it, and it kind of looks like the edge of a forest that is there, and there are um, different engraved markings around the portal itself. Now, is that the forest that we were just in? It it does look like the edge of the forest that you were just in. Okay. So it's probably like the edge of her domain. Can I still see this other crystal? Does it look just the same? It it does look the same as the one that you just saw with Marble Bone. I'd like to catch up with Kutsia and uh, in character I'm going to say tell me what you know of this Thoth. I know quite a lot, but Kudzia does not necessarily, so I'm going to make a religion check. Yeah, you just—you seemed like a religious individual, and that more or less is what had him. Oh, perfect. Ooh. What okay. do I know, Lindsay? So, Kudzia, even though you have been studying Anubis, you know, most of the other gods in this Egyptian pantheon have come up in your studies, and you know that Thoth is the god of knowledge, and it seems that, um, you know, he's he's someone that's not necessarily worshipped by, like, altars and things, but people who are scholars hold him in a high regard, and um, Thoth is mostly known for, you know, those who study knowledge. There's some sort of exchange that um, those people in his religion kind of do a lot of thought behind it is to gain knowledge you must give knowledge and so it's usually more of a scholarly route that uh, of people that follow thought um and you do know that there is some sort of relationship between bestet and thought that kind of like an off again on again relationship and Bastet is more the goddess of like revelry and like partying and stuff. Pleasure. So they're yeah. yeah, so they're kind of like opposite sides of the same coin and so those who follow one or the other tend to interact with each other often um in a love hate kind of relationship. Great. Uh Thoth is the goddess of knowledge and of scholarly pursuit. As you have just witnessed, Bastet is more the goddess of pleasure or revels, um, relaxation. They have some sort of relationship, a uh, love and hate, uh, on again, off again um, relationship. So this is quite possibly a lover's dispute. Seems a bit grand-wise, but I guess I can't expect less from the gods. More than anything, I just wish to know more information of this Thoth. I can tell you that he is the scribe of the gods. Records everything. 
I've come to realize as such of my own. It seems I have more knowledge to find. Do you know of anything in this area? I know one thing that you should probably do to make yourself look a little more uh, alive is perhaps take a dip in the the pool, the river. The yes. goddess did the goddess did explain that it uh, is rejuvenative magically. If looking alive were so easy, I'd have done it many, many years ago. <laughs> I think perhaps a, just a little bit of a dip would be would be good, and she sort of pushes you in that direction. <laughs> what is in this direction? What is it? Um, that is the direction that you all came in, so it looks <clears throat> like it leads back out to the forest. Um, you do see oh, we love that. off to the left here where the number two is, there is like some archway that um, you see people walking through, and as they come out the other side, they kind of start floating and flying. Mostly because he's the squishiest member of the party. <laughs> and then the dude is literally just like a bag of bones. Because yeah, he's going to yeah. like look around and make sure that none of her <clears throat> compatriots, the ones that she's walking, like come here with, are watching. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go over and walk through. Great. So you have now gained the ability to fly for the duration of your stay in this domain. You can choose to fly. Um, you have an hour's worth of time before you have to take a long rest to recharge. But your flying speed is the same oh. as your walking speed. Curses. Okay. Well, at least I know that for now. And I'm just going to, like, discreetly, you know, below everything, just come back over here. (laughs) So as you guys are walking around and exploring this floating island, multiple times you are, um, as you pass by groups of revelers, they turn and offer you drink or food, and um, they're not, like, shoving it at you, but they're like, like, hey, come and join us if you want. do any of you take them up on it? Does uh, anyone offer a marijuana cigarette? No, there are no <laughs> cigarettes. Svetnos sees the party and wants to come <clears throat> over and go to the party. <laughs> so, Svetnos, uh, you're gonna you're gonna join you're gonna say yes to the food. Uh, yes. Cool. Mm. So you you know walk over to this group of of you know four or five um you know tabaxi who are are drinking and and they seem to be playing cards and they offer you some food and some wine oh please oh you just need it so yeah so you you take this food and for a moment you feel like this really weird sensation of like oh my goodness uh, everything that they say i must listen to and then it kind of passes and you're like Okay, yeah, no, they're they're like cool people, but you feel fine afterwards. I look over at Katsi and say, "Watch out what <clears throat> they give you. It's uh, pretty gnarly stuff." The Actually, first with... mistake would be taking anything from a group of people that only want to do to revel. However, I do think that you will feel better if you just go and take a short little dip in the pool. Yeah, uh, it's fetness goes and swan dives into the river. 
great. Wearing your armor? <laughs> Wearing everything. Wearing everything. Um, so, well, yeah. The wine got him a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, so as Fetnos, you yes. gain five temporary hit points for the duration of five, your stay. Okay. Hello, hi, and welcome to the mid-roll. This is your DM here speaking. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you for listening to our episode and showing your support. Um, if you are interested in you know, showing some more support and keeping up to date with information about our podcast, you should go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Nerds and Ninjas Podcast. Uh, you should also share us with any of your friends if you think they might enjoy listening to this. We really appreciate it, and any interaction is really helpful. Thanks so much, and let's finish the episode. Can I reach this spot by flying? What? Um, yeah. What's over here? Um, so it's kind of like... Um, it seems like maybe it was a guard tower at some point to watch. Um, you can see below you from this vantage point a bunch of dotted islands um, that again look like they are, you know, some look residential, some look, one looks like it's a giant um, coliseum of sorts for games. Um, there's another one that seems more like. Oddly enough, it seems kind of like bureaucratic buildings. Uh, there's a lot of domes and gilded towers on that island. And then you can also see slightly, you can see the edge of the forest from above. And it's a very clear delineation of a bright, colorful forest to a flat expanse of white that looks like, you know, white fields of snow. And, um, you can summarize it's probably the edge of Bastet's domain bordering on Thoth's. Yeah, that was my <clears throat> my thought as soon as you said like bureaucratic <laughs> buildings. Um okay. And well that's good information to know. And last thing that I want to do with my newfound flight ability is poke a little bit of fun at a Svetnos and I'd like to fly above his head and then uh, <laughs> drop something directly on him. I don't know what it's going to be. Something something like a, a small rock. Uh, Svetnos is just taking in the uh, <laughs> the lovely pool right now. Oh, you gotta make him pass that perception check. Um... Yeah, so I, I don't know. How big of a rock do you want? How What kind of a statement are you going for? <laughs> Enough to give a concussion. <laughs> no, just no, make I... him look up. <clears throat> Lose those Maybe... five extra head points. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna cast um, Eldritch Blast just like oh, a little me. bit away... <laughs> a little bit away from him. So that it's just hitting the water, and it's just like a concussive wave of force. I'm, I'm basically, I'm just trying to splash him. Okay, like it's cute. <laughs> yeah. So you you cast Eldritch Blast on the water. Um, <laughs> uh, as Fednos, roll me a perception check. Okay. 
Well, do you see the uh, Elder Blessed? Yeah, so you <laughs> see this, like, you know, concussive wave of water flashing <laughs> towards you, and it looks like it came from the sky. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I jump out of the way uh, and look around. Do I see uh, Katsia um, around? Y- you definitely Looking. see someone above you uh, flying. Hey, uh, so he he yells up, um, hey, come down and fight me like a real man. Katsia <laughs> comes down, like, and gets right above where you're standing, like, floating there. <clears throat> and she says, I was trying to get a spider that was crawling towards you, but I will fight you like a real woman if you would like. From the water, <laughs> a water spider? Uh, they do exist. <laughs> Divine water spider. water spiders. <laughs> um, Esvetnos, uh, kind of drawn back that it was Katsia, <laughs> just looks over and says, you got me that time, but you better watch your back. And she then smiles. scurries <laughs> off. <laughs> Should we commune with the goddess? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see anything that I can take around here. I grabbed a buff. <laughs> Dua is like over there on the other island, just like that is a nice tree. Just uh, that's a very nice. Can I? I like that tree. Uh, he, he wasn't. He wasn't inspecting the portal. Just been meandering about. Oh, that's I what we're do... calling it. <laughs> so, you, are you guys heading back to Bestet? Uh, one last thing. Does it seem like there is anything of? kind of value that isn't really being I don't know, checked or guarded at this point. Don't. In this area. Don't. Um, I, I mean, hard perception, or they're, dexterity, I could... they're definitely like drinking and eating from plates and, and cups that look like they're probably gold. But no like, I don't know, kind of more utility kind of things? No. Okay. They are all partying. Ah, there are no pl- like forks or knives. They are literally just eating everything with their hands because YOLO. Kind of YOLO. I'm just going down to check the other source of magic that I felt earlier. Yeah. Okay. So that one you felt was what did I say it was enchantment? When I'm actually here, do I like notice anything in particular, like special about it? Now that I know what kind of magic is enchanting this place. <laughs> Do you want to investigate it? Uh, yeah, so oh, you, that one. Um, you definitely see that there are some runes inscribed in the stone, which seem to be um, kind of spelling out the enchantment. And you see that people walk through, like, walk through and then are flying out once they come to the other side. So um, between the runes and watching them, you know it's an enchantment of flying. It's not a permanent thing. The runes only state that it's for about an hour. So yeah, you know it's an enchantment of flying and it's nothing harmful. Okay. Well, once I pass through this gate here and I can fly, I'd like to walk over to this gate and see what that is. Um... It's kind of has a, you know, a shimmering portal 
in it and um, you can see through it kind of like the edge of the forest there. Oh, so that just uh, takes you towards the end of this area, essentially? It, it seems to be a gateway that takes you somewhere else than here. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll just fly back over to everybody. I'm a flying edgy gnome now. Deal with it. Alright, so you guys walk back over to where Bastet's at, and she turns to you and wa waves the party over. Um, and she says... She seems to. She turns and speaks to those who are gathered around her, and she says, "These are the the wonderful travelers that I have mentioned that I have requested come and help solve my dispute." But as you know, we all like to play games here, and I just wanted to play one with them. Who wants to play a game? And the rest of the party goers around her are all like, "Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game." She s turns to the party and says, "So." I have a game for you that I, I hope you enjoy as much as I enjoy. Mm. And she looks at us, Fetnos, oh, and no. she says, You wanted to partake in the food and drink, and I'm so oh, glad goodness. you did, because that means we get to play. Well, Fetnos looks around and um, doesn't really really see how it could be anywhere. So he he just goes up and goes along with it. He's willing to play the game. So, the drink that my friend there had given you was poisoned. And she points to a lineup of bottles in front of her. One of these has the antidote. I have a riddle I would like you to solve to find the antidote. Isn't this such a fun game? <laughs> Um, I look, I look back at the party, and I, and I, I'm kind of wincing and, and telling them, "Hey, uh, I, I definitely am going to need your help on this one." Oh, please! All of you are invited <clears throat> to join in this game. I said, "Oh, are we?" <laughs> yes, of course. It wouldn't be fun if only one of you played. So, who would like to hear the riddle to find the antidote? I would like to hear the riddle. Good. So, here it is. <clears throat> so, in front of her are seven bottles. Danger lies before you, whichever you would find. Two among our number hold only nettle wine. Four of us are killers waiting hidden in line. Choose unless you wish to stay here forevermore. To help you in your choice, we give these clues four. First, however slyly the poison tries to hide, you will always find some on Nettle Wine's left side. Second, different are those who stand at either end, but if you would live, neither is your friend. Third, as you see clearly all are different size, neither dwarf or giant hold what you seek inside. Fourth, the second to the left and the second on the right are twins once you taste them, though different at first sight. Is this poison magical in nature, or no? Are you talking about what <laughs> Svetnos already has been poisoned with, or what's in the bottles? Yeah, why not both? Yeah, you're not really sensing much magic from the bottles. Because if it was magic in nature, I happen to have remove curse. 
you can do an arcana check on the bottles. But if they're poisoned, wouldn't the antidote happen to fix that? So, like, pouring it into all... <laughs> pour all yeah, drink together. all of them, and the antidote will do its thing. <laughs> um, My bet would be that they're different types of poison from the one that was given. I mean, if you're poisoned once, who cares about being poisoned twice? Uh, can I can I ask if the, uh, the antidote cures all poisons? <laughs> Are you asking Bestet? Yes. She laughs. That would be too easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> of course. Uh, I think it's the purple one. I... May I beseech Bastet? Will the poison instantly kill? No, because again, that would be no fun. May one of our party, other than the one who is currently poisoned, have the first sip? Ooh, that is a fun thing I haven't thought of. Yes, I think I'll allow that. Dua, take a swig from oh, the green bottle. <laughs> ah, now you don't. <laughs> well, well I would advise. I would advise all of you to think very carefully if you wish the one person who can heal your wounds to be the one who gets poisoned. Would everyone shut up and then I just instantly cast false life on myself and take a sip from the green bottle? <laughs> you take a sip from the green bottle? After casting false life on myself. I, I will say for you, just so you're aware, your temporary hit points don't stack, so you might not want to do that because you already have the I, five. I didn't jump in the river. Oh, I, I see. didn't trust. I touched a crystal that just gave me a goddamn flashback that I would have rather not <laughs> wanted, although it gave me a secret I wanted. So the water that's pouring basically out of it, maybe. I don't want anything to do with that. That's fair. Okay. All right. So you take a swig from the green bottle, and for a moment, Bestet kind of sits there quietly, and then she kind of frowns, and she goes, well... That was shorter than I thought, but yes, that's the antidote. Uh, as Fetnos uh, lunges towards the green bottle and downs the rest of it. <laughs> I'm going to roll oh. a d4 because this lasts for an hour and that might be useful. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So that's six. six. Yeah. yeah, six temporary hit points. Uh, as Fetnos looks over at Marble Bones and says he he knew i knew you had it in you i knew it had you in it. well either you Every died there, and you define the right one <laughs> well either you turned into a puppet or you didn't either way you're coming with us <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of awful um... <laughs> you are now my puppet oh boy <laughs> Well, you didn't die. I suppose that is a small victory. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't like this game. Uh, what other games do you wish to play with us? Well, this is the only one I had planned, so I guess <clears throat> if you wish, I can give you the task that I had requested you for. So, as as you know, I... I'm a partner with Thoth, and it seems that he has taken upon himself to deal my red slipper. 
they're important to me. I one night we were arguing and I threw it at him and he didn't return it and I wish I wish for it back. Because one shoe without its pair is just so sad. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. (laughs) So I wish for you to sneak into his castle and return my slipper to me. So aside from Marblebone not giving a single rat's ass about some stupid ass slipper, he is intrigued about going to Thoth's Thoth's home. Going to the Thoth's home? Oh my god, I'm dying. (laughs) My Thoth castle. Thought castle. I oh, mean, no. hey, it is a castle of thought too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It is thoughts, thoughts, thought castle. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. She says, "Yes, I. They're important slippers to me. I can't just, you know, get a replacement. They, they're the repair, and the one is without its match. And I just, I need them back. So if you would." be such darlings and fetch them for me i would be so ever grateful do we have to sneak into the castle well yes you see my magic i I can get you to the edge of his domain but i can't get you into his castle fetnos turns and, and asks if thoth has uh like armaments there if he has guards does he have security? Oh, that's well, great. I'm sure I have guards at the edge of my forest. I'm sure he does as well. He seems to be the god of knowledge. I'd expect for there to be some sort of book guards. They're just angry mm. librarians. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Buff librarians. Librarian barbarians. <laughs> They're all carrying encyclopedias. Yeah. Yeah, Ready you know, Encyclopedia Britannica. Those are hefty books, you know. I'm sure if if uh, if it makes it any more better, I'm sure I can come up with some sort of reward for my slipper. Uh, Svetnos looks at her and says, now you're talking. Uh... What type of a reward would we receive? Well, let's not deal in semantics for now, but... Time is wasting. Let's hurry up, will we? Yes, yes. I will I will have my, my guard show you to the portal that will take you Larian. to the edge of the forest. Larians. And she waves over the one tabaxi guard, and... He comes over and he says, if you'll follow me. Into the woods, it's time to go. I hate to move. <laughs> and so he walks over here to this this portal. Says, I'm going to just you... fly there like a badass <laughs> little gnome. <laughs> I'm also going to fly there. And he says, this portal will take you to the edge of the woods. <laughs>